0: Hey, bum here. Just a quick update. This isn't a a regular episode. This is actually the first one of these things that we've done. And uh, the reason for that is we're all busy. Surprisingly enough, during quarantine, uh, we all got lives. (laughs) So we we have that going on. Also, you know, spring allergy season. Allergies suck, man. Yeah, we all kind of get hit. Uh, every once in a while so yeah we weren't able to record uh, for this week but hopefully next next week uh, we'll have a regular episode for you guys so please enjoy the ripe picks uh, that we have picked out for you and yeah see you next next week
1: so there was is a weird history podcast where three weird guys talk about three weird stories but the catch is one of us is lying Maybe you'll figure it out before we do. I don't know. Names, characters, places, or events mentioned here are either the products of our imagination or are completely true. Any resemblance to actual persons or events we say in this podcast just might be on purpose okay and Ivan now this is something that's very interesting to me so there was an order of assassins now you might have heard of it from uh, the game of Assassin's Creed no this is supposedly this uh, is supposed this supposedly the assassins the very same assassins that were uh, based on this game all right wait when was well, this I I think I might have heard about this I'm thrown for a loop now. I don't know who's telling <laughs> long, who's telling the truth. So, <laughs> hey, when was this? Yeah, I oh, won't we'll get to that. <laughs> so, did you just call me by my real name? No, I didn't. I called <laughs> you Ivan. No, you <laughs> called me by <laughs> my real name. Hey, no,
0: no, no. Play that whoa, audio back. Whoa.
1: The Order of Assassins, or simply known as the Assassins, was a cult organization formed around 1090 to 1370 BC. They specialized in assassinating high-ranking officials and important figures of opposing parties that were deemed a high enough threat against their organization. So stay with me now. So they were formerly known as the Nazari Ismailis. Yeah, I pronounced that right. And they were an off-branch sect of Isma- Islam, a branch of Isla- uh, Shia- uh, Shiite, uh, modern Shiite Islam. So,
0: Wait, where was this?
1: Uh dang, you got me there, brother. I guess it's in the Middle East. Modern-day <laughs> uh, uh, modern, modern day, uh, Iran and Iraq. Oh, okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah, around those regions. Like, uh, Makes sense. Yeah, this is this all coincides with the whole uh, Crusader thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the whole uh, Assassin's Creed's uh, games were based on. And here I have, like, a picture, a very nice-looking picture that the audience can't see, but you guys can see. It's very archaic. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it portrays a person, like, stabbing uh, uh, stabbing someone in, like, a, a stretcher. That's like, <laughs> <or from Australia. laughs> yes, Just outright in public stabbing guy with a knife. You very poor as it. Not it's very cash yeah. money. Up. One of us is lying. Okay, so my story is about this incident involving a French emperor and a whole bunch of rabbits.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Consider me intrigued. Okay, so uh, most historians and researchers that uh, were involved in this topic agree this event happened around July 1807 in france of course uh, yeah. there, uh <laughs> of course
0: why, why else wouldn't it be exactly in france?
1: so uh this guy the the chief of staff for the french court at the time alexandre berthier wow. i hope i'm pronouncing that right uh was asked by the emperor at that time to organize a rabbit hunt right because the emperor right. loved hunting rabbits for some odd reason okay he didn't, couldn't get enough of them so uh that he invited uh the military's, uh, biggest uh most prominent military leaders at that time and he also collected a whole bunch of rabbits uh some some people say he got a hundred rabbits but others uh claim that he got as much as a and okay. most, yeah, most uh, people agree it's around 1,000.
0: Wait, who are these people that make these claims? Uh, <laughs> just people. Uh, just <laughs>
1: witnesses in the court. That's witnesses. involved in uh, some of my sources I will mention later. But yeah, they yeah. caged uh, all these rabbits and placed those cages in a large grassy field where the emperor would go and hunt uh, with his, uh, with his uh, gun bearers. Utensils. No, no, his gun bearers <laughs> and, his, uh, and his fellow uh, military leaders. Yeah. And so okay. the day of the hunt came and they released the rabbits... And just imagine a wave of 1,000 rabbits just flooding into this large field. And so the emperor and his hunters start shooting. And they expect the rabbits to run away, right? And they have to chase them down. Mm -hmm. But the rabbits don't run. Instead, uh, they start swarming the emperor and crawling up on the emperor's (laughs) legs as well as the hunter's. And so they start, you know, laughing it off, right? So it got so much that the rabbits started swarming him, right? Yeah. And it got so bad that the emperor started tripping and he eventually fell and got overtaken by Mm -hmm. the swarm of
0: rabbits. It's like that that scene in... Indiana Jones, the Crystal Skull, yes. with the ants. <laughs> <With the hands. laughs> yeah, basically, He's a bigger
1: and it's more yeah. So yeah, the emperor's just tripping and getting swarmed by these rabbits. They're basically clinging to his pant legs and his clothes, and he gets taken under by all these rabbits. So the hunters had to pull him off the field. So he basically had to retreat from this horde of rabbits. Huh. So, uh,
0: the French back at it again at retreating. <laughs> oh my god!
1: So, so do you know who the emperor was? No,
0: please tell us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so his name was Napoleon Bonaparte. No, 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 no that's, And uh, this article was kind of was uh, inspired by uh, this article by Lucas Riley, uh, who writes for Mindfloss. Well, remind so, so, you know, I me, mean, what's Mindfloss again? It's basically just factual tidbit website.
0: Oh. Ah. Yeah. But I don't know what that is. Oh, so that's where you got it from. That's where that's that's it. where oh. I
1: was first inspired to come up, to not come up but write this story. No,
0: I did not. I did not come up with it. <laughs> Wait. Self-incrimination. Oh. Oh, I see. One
1: of us is lying. <laughs> Many uh, historical uh, professors and uh, analysts and the like have titled this the Russian sleep experiment. Simply just that. Uh, okay, uh, you had me at Russian. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so there was this uh, Russian experiment that tried to keep five people awake for 15 days. Straight, using a sort of uh, gas-administered uh, stimulant. This is very obscure and popular in most uh, <laughs> human rights circles, I guess. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> well, they're Russian. They don't care.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay, they're, So they're d- darn Russian. Yes. <laughs> let, let <me> yeah. <laughs>
1: so uh, most sources agree that this experiment took place in the 1940s, post World War II. Okay. Uh, the test subjects were political prisoners, deemed enemies of the state mm. uh, after the war, and uh, so. It's not disclosed where the experiment took place, but all records indicate that the five uh, trial test takers were kept in a sealed uh, room
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and was carefully monitored uh, for oxygen intake and uh, the gas uh Expulsion. So okay. the chemical stimulant that was released in, a, a, in small doses into the chamber, it was uh, thought to be some sort of crude version of pseudo uh, pseudoephedrine. Yeah, pseudoephedrine. I yeah, so don't know what that is. Pseudoephedrine is, is a. Oh, I forget. It's a modern day wakefulness promoting stimulant. Huh. So yeah, the the chamber that the five experiment test takers were kept in was stocked with books, five cots to sleep in, but no bedding. They had running water and a toilet and enough dried food to last all five of them for a month. And the chamber was rigged with microphones so that they could commu- and speakers so that the uh, the scientists outside could, could uh-huh, communicate with yeah. people this inside. This is like
0: a horror game, right here. No, <laughs> this actually it's
1: sounds pretty comfy, but like, despite uh, having no bedding. Wait, uh, to help like you, where you know? in Russia was this? It, that is not disclosed. It wasn't oh, disclosed. It's still classified. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it has. But already. we all know it's the. Uh, it was somewhere in Serbia. <laughs> uh, probably, but so they also had a thick uh, like. Five inch uh, glass viewing portholes. So that's the yeah like five inch in, inden- five inches thick. So I guess they couldn't break out with, like you know, if they broke the bedpost, right? Just go, you know, right. Crash so glass. yeah, the uh, everything seemed fine uh, for the first five days of the experiment, but over the first five days, they uh, it seems that they were recounting uh, traumatic stories about their past. Okay. And the, the stimulants seemed to have negative effects on them. By the sixth day, they started s- displaying severe uh, effects of paranoia, like irrational distrust of their fellow test subjects regarding the food supply, oh. uh, almost like reliving trauma from their past experiences in military com- uh, combat. Unprovoked mm. violence, and they started whispering into the microphones by day seven. <laughs> Whoa! What? And one of the patients started speaking in multiple voices. Oh! The test subjects used that's the weird, pages man. from the books to cover the viewing port. Oh no. No. Wait, oh, how do I mean, they stick it on? Do they stick they, it? They like They you like like, like like paste from uh, their canned goods because oh. they started not trusting the canned goods because they thought they were being and, like, poisoned. No, slowly. S-
0: no sleep. Yes. And that's, no sleep. That's that's crazy. Crazy. So wow.
1: and. Uh, so the pa- they could hear through the microphones. The scientists heard the patients fighting amongst themselves, and once they were able to like uh, break through uh, in- into the room because the patients had it had a- it barricaded using the beds. Mm. But found they found out that the patients had resorted to cannibalism because oh. they did not trust the food supply, okay. and so they had to be se- heavily sedated and taken out of the room. So, so how many people were there? There was the five total. Okay, and only three made it out. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. One of us is lying. So I have my oh well, my story is called the Tuskegee Study subject. The Tuskegee?
0: The Tuskegee, Tuskegee, Alabama. Oh, it's not Tungusky.
1: <sighs> so there was this freaky, no, not accident. This freaky <laughs> event that happened way back in uh, 1963 it was called the tuskegee incident it involved doctors trying a more humane way of serving out the death penalty in the state of alabama so peter uh peter buxton he was a very dedicated to this project and he wanted to make sure that uh people who were sent to uh, death row uh instead of using like uh, lethal injections or like uh, hanging them or putting them them putting the criminals inside the uh, the electric chair uh he wanted to find out a better way of uh killing uh he experimented on uh, cows and pigs starting off with animals and then uh he had found that uh, through rigorous uh, trials and testing that uh he could sever all the neurological connections of the five senses thus giving the uh, the patient or the subject a uh a more smoother way to go so to speak. Wait, how did that how does that work? You cut off all the five senses, you know, like taste, smell, taste, smell, sight. There's breathing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> one of us is lying.
0: So, there was a proposal to make an expedition to the center of the Earth. Wait. Uh, n- this occurred near the end of John Quincy Adams presidency. So, uh, mm. Sims, or Symes, Sims Jr. Uh, he was, like, heavily influenced by his father about hollow Earth theory. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he believed, like, the Earth had, like, multiple spheres. So, Within like, spheres. yeah, so then, like, mm-hmm. layers of Earth. And he was an army officer, so... That's great. Yeah. So he sense. wanted to... <laughs> he wanted to go to try a journey to the center of the Earth. And so he approached Congress. They didn't agree, obviously. <laughs> no. Why not? Aww. Uh, but John Quincy Adams, he actually approved of the, the expedition. <laughs> because if, if you okay. didn't know, John Quincy Adams, he also believed that the Earth was hollow. So Interesting. When he heard mm-hmm. of uh, Sims Jr.'s expedition... He was like, yeah, I approve of it. So uh, okay. so he, he approved of true. the story. Not a story. He approved Whoa. of the expedition. <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, it didn't get past Congress, though. Right, you said yeah. that twice. <laughs> and uh, oh, But the plan was that Sims Jr. would lead an expedition of 100 men to the Arctic. Wow. Okay. Because he believed that there were openings at the Arctic and okay. the Antarctic so he was gonna- impeccable. so he was gonna lead a hundred guys to the arctic and dig a hole <laughs> <laughs> it, it's- funny because like <laughs> yeah, they would've all died so, well, yeah, goodness, and then uh, Andrew you. Jackson, he was next, right? so mm. when he became president, he immediately- he shut down the expedition he was <laughs> uh, like- he was yes. like, nope, this is not worth it one of us is lying so there was no plumbing Okay, and that is my title for the story.
1: Dang, sounds like a so, really poopy time.
0: <sighs> okay, so you all heard of the Palace of Versailles, right? Versailles. Oh, yeah. Versailles, Versailles it's yeah. It's Versailles. Versailles. Really? Versailles. Versailles. It's Versailles. Really? So the Palace of Versailles, right? It's in France. But did you know that even though it had over 700 rooms, 2,000 windows, and 67 staircases, they didn't build it with enough bathrooms? There were little-to-none bathrooms built in. Okay. That doesn't sound very smart at all. Yeah, I know. Oh, wow. So, when they had giant parties and giant gatherings, people would actually just poop and pee in the corners. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's like building a ship and not putting enough lifeboats on it. Right, it's like... Yeah, so... They would... Guests would literally poop in the corners. (laughs) you just said that twice and that's not making it sound any better (laughs) the reason why they didn't have any bathrooms built in was that you pretty much you had to bring your own bathroom with you Mm -hmm. if you wanted to go suddenly you had to bring your own chamber pot yeah yourself have to do it in the corners you know what oops that's that's yeah (laughs) and they would have special cleaning crews to clean out the entire palace no. like weekly nice. were they <laughs> but, paid a
1: lot Janitors, i don't know but i would hope they do it daily cuz that's yeah, messed but up but they would have
0: to clean you they would have to clean out over 700 rooms yeah? and the smell imagine every single train station bathroom in the US combined train- Imagine all of and those combined. then combines. multiply
1: the stink <laughs> times yeah. 10. <laughs> yeah. One of us is lying. So there was this time when a bunch of thieves landed a helicopter on top of a cash depot and stole a lot of money. Home, home depot just- or cash depot? Cash depot. Uh, oh. it's <laughs> is where that they like have home cash. depot? Yes, except there's a lot of cash in there. Uh, okay. okay, so the location, Stockholm, Sweden, at the G4S cash depot. And the time of entry, just after 5 a.m. of that day. Okay. When was this? Like the date, the year. the year. Oh, Mm. I did not write the date. They did not include it in In, the news reports, but... Interesting. But (laughs) this happens in the year 2009 in Stockholm, Sweden. So, imagine this, a helicopter swoops through low-hanging clouds and lands on top of the cash Depot, at, starting at 5am. Three of the thieves smash the top floor skylight windows with sledgehammers and rappel down into the building, and there were 20 people, uh, and 20 people were working in the cash Depot at that time, and they sent the SWAT team to the scene, and a helicopter crew was called in to support them. Unfortunately, get this, the helicopter crew couldn't get off the ground because a package labeled with the word bomb was found just <laughs> outside the helicopter <laughs> hangar. So they couldn't take off because they had a suspicious really? bomb package oh literally labeled with the word bomb and sweep
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Okay, so when the police and SWAT cars arrived on the scene, they found that Caltrop's, you know, small spike devices were yeah. strewn all over the street. And this made it, you know, slow progress for the authorities mm. to get up to the actual building because they had to sweep it out of the hmm. way. That's such an Ocean's
0: 11 story. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ocean's 11 except That's insane. Yeah, that's some that's some Mission Impossible stuff right there. So
1: they actually sent a uh, a package to to the where? To the police helicopter landing pad. Okay, was, so they weren't they that... weren't able to lift off because it's obviously fake. But they don't want to risk that. Right. It's a fake bomb. It's just labeled the, bomb. Obviously they needed, fake. Yeah, they needed. But... It was all just delay tactics. One of us is lying. I believe this one, uh, my my story, which is also completely true. Oh. Well uh, <laughs> <laughs> will like top all of y'all's. Are you sure about yeah. that? So there was a man named Alfred Aldrich. His life during his teen years. Uh, and teen years up until I don't know when he was 30 or 40 it got pretty interesting so uh, yeah this whole story is uh, retold through his uh, his children and his grandchildren on his deathbed actually and uh, what's so interesting about this man you may ask well what's so interesting <laughs> about this man? man what's so interesting about him <laughs> so, I'm, gonna be like, I'm so glad you asked so, you know there's supposed to be a, a, a moment of silence and then I say oh I'm so glad you asked
0: okay continue uh,
1: so I'm glad you asked that, guys. Uh, so in the summer of 1968, Alfred Aldrich was drinking with a bunch of his high school buddies, driving down Highway One off the coast of Little Sur in Monterey County, when all of a sudden they collided head-on with a truck at uh, around 1 a.m. or so. So the car was totally totaled. Excuse me. <laughs>
0: I just totaled. really- I just realized I <laughs> was stupid. totally totaled. Okay,
1: so the car was absolutely totaled, and uh, all four of his uh, mates died, oh, uh, sadly, God. but Dang. Alfred survived. He was uh, surprisingly flung from the passenger seat, and he smashed right through the uh, the driver's window, and he only ended up with mild injuries, you know, like broken wrist, contusions, abrasions, road rash, you know, on his scalp, and whatnot. Oh, he exited the car- Is that where he got his bald spot? Yeah, that's where he got his balls. spot. you know, uh, after he realized uh, four of his friends were dead, he uh, decided to go uh, find a, the closest telephone and call the police. So only ten minutes later, he was struck by another car that was speeding around a bend Alfred was crossing. So the bend he was crossing it was also called uh, Blind Man's Corner, and it was a notorious local accident-prone area, and people would uh, speed from. Uh, uh, 50 to 60 miles per hour. So, uh, shortly thereafter, uh, you know, of course, he was hit. Yeah, so the the man driving, Michael Shoemaker, he reported that Alfred, uh, Alfred when he hit Alfred, he flew 10 feet up in the air and 20 feet back over his car. You know, Michael was like, oh, dude, I just hit a guy. So he stops. And a much surprised to Shoemaker, Alfred was not dead. <laughs> okay. Shoemaker, yeah, so Shoemaker, he goes over to, to the house that Alfred was going to. And uh, so he, so Shoemaker made the call.
0: Wait, and, wait, wait. I just want to ask, did Michael Shoemaker make shoes for a living? Uh, despite his
1: name? Uh, no, he's actually a professional uh, NASCAR driver. Nah. No, no.
0: <laughs> the lights just went dark in the studio. It's the spooky. It's, it's me, it's Bum. You already know who it is. Your favorite podcaster and host and I'm here to tell you about blue tape. Uh, sadly, it's still quarantine, but you know, necessary evil. If you ever feel yourself uh, cooped up in the house because of this, try getting some blue tape. They're great. You can get blue tape at any hardware store, or supply store, or arts and crafts store, if they're still open, of course. And you could use that for home improvements, home renovations, arts and crafts, all that stuff, for the kids, even. Uh, I know I've used it quite a bit and it really does help you a lot. It's easy to use and easy to tear off and it's uh, pretty easy to spot since it's blue. And, you know blue tape they've been there uh, for us and you know hopefully uh, they'll still be a partner with us also i want to thank lacrumbo uh, for his awesome awesome music that he puts out there for the public to use uh, we used his uh, track biscuits for our theme song check out his work on youtube uh, soundcloud you can find him on uh, all of those uh, platforms so yeah thank you lacrumbo for your music and one last thing those who tweet about the show or share it by word of mouth thank you so much you're doing us a great service uh, the, the only reason why we get around is by word of mouth so thank you so much and back to the show
1: okay so that those were some great stories guys i don't know who's who's lying to be honest yeah i think bums is uh It's true, because I think I might have read it somewhere. But it's all blog posts, though, and crowdsourced information.
0: It was not a blog, but it's like a historical website. But he got it from (laughs)
1: Versailles.com. So so that's a thing. And and we did agree that all of the articles that we got are true, and they're not fake at all. Right. So we can't come up with totally fake Yeah, with like fake URLs. URLs or articles. Yeah. We have to take real articles. And real people. Real people. Real lives. people.
0: Okay, so Davis, do you want to explain who do you think is fake?
1: I'm totally torn because these two stories that I'm hearing sound viable and I know mine is correct and true. Well, so do so, I. And me too. I have to cast a vote though because it sounds like Ivan's might be the least probable because even though he's stating uh, actual sources it can be sources for another story because they're so generic and so, uh... What's it called? A broad? But they're, yeah, they're so broad. special. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, no. Redact that because it does say man gets hit and then gets hit again. <laughs> but then it does... There's a lot of evidence to it. So. But right.
0: Then, but then, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure there are stories about people getting hit a second time. Right. Right. Yeah, so what are the
1: odds of this not
0: being one of those stories? That is true, so... <laughs> so, I, like... I, okay, so, I don't, I what, see your so, logic. so Davis is just, I don't know,
1: so. just going through probability and trying to discern which one could probably, but we be all fake. know, we've all heard those stories. We've all heard stories yeah. of that, but this could just be a more high, because it seems like the Ivan story is just heaping upon minor inconvenience upon minor inconvenience so it sounds like the most generic unlucky guy story I've ever heard. So I'm gonna go with Ivan's.
0: For me, I think it, again like what Davis was saying. It's hard to decide between both of yours because Davis's Mission Impossible heist, Ocean Eleven, Ocean stint. yeah, it's <laughs> it does sound like something straight out of a movie. I have doubts for Davis's story just because the way the heist was executed, like near to perfectly. Like the correct. Yeah. Ty- none of yeah. the
1: guys were able to. Yeah, like the, be captured. Yeah, the correct.
0: Yeah. They were eventually caught. Usually, in, when like heists are done like that, it doesn't go that perfect. But maybe, maybe but, one time it happened perfectly. But, but I don't know. But
1: these guys are pros, and there are other like.
0: But you said that they just went there with like paintball masks and T-shirts. Yeah, but they had they had I appearance had, doesn't make the criminal
1: right. <laughs> so the thing about this is, many journalists <laughs> think that. They, the, this isn't the first time that these guys have pulled it off. There's been other oh. crimes that are similar to this modus operandi that happened before and after this event. It's so, just so extravagant. So. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a it's a thieves' guild, man. Really? It's, it's like I don't know that they, they so, don't so. really go into detail. Huh. But mm-hmm. these guys, the the police admitted that they were pros, man. That they got absolutely okay. flawless, and they they might have pulled other stunts in the past that looked almost like this. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, for Ivan's
1: story though, because it does sound I like sh- a, it does sound like a clickbait article, to be honest. Yeah, it kind of. I mean, I did, I did find it that way, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: no. But yeah, my my vote is for Ivan's.
1: Who do you cast your vote for? So for me personally, uh, choosing from in between Bums and Davises, uh, I do believe I have heard of the palace of versailles lacking some i don't know some <laughs> rudimentary plumbing uh, extensions <laughs> per se uh so i could believe a little bit of it it seems pretty believable from what you've told me and there's like a yeah you have like you cited your sources it makes sense that king louis what's whatever who built that back in the 1600s he uh he was a really narcissistic fellow it was pretty crazy too, and yeah, the whole thing was like built extravagantly, and I could see how they would be missing like a toilet here and there for Davis's. yeah I don't know you're you're springing upon me some real oceans eleven uh, oceans elevens vibes these guys are better than some, Ocean's some Eleven. some real rainbow six vibes when they got caught so yeah i just I me. just don't like you know I'm gonna go off what you said, I don't like it, and how in my gut that it feels it's way too it went too clean it's like a movie it like it was perfect it was the perfect crime of course they got caught but like you know in where just one package can delay an entire i don't know an entire department from going aerial and then just laying out caltrops all around that's like that's a lot of caltrops and i don't know why nobody would Stop them, it wasn't. Like it wasn't a. Or, it wasn't an egregious amount of cow chops. It was just enough to hinder them a bit. Well, yeah. That that's that's my argument. It seems a, it went a little too fly, a little too uh, too slick. It was very. Uh, it's very Hollywood.
0: That was it. Hollywood. Okay, so, Ivan, who's your final vote? Davis. Uh, and for me, it's it's Ivan. And for me, I think it's Ivan. So Ivan, is your story fake?
1: Man, I'm so disappointing. You guys, it is so fake. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Let's go! I almost had you guys. For for Bum, I, I almost had him too. <laughs> because like I was just throwing out like a specifics everywhere because like last time. I I got I got a I got a big fail. <laughs> so then this time I actually lowered it down and I got I took uh, examples and like little tidbits of here and there. Uh The most uh, closest article that I got to uh, building this whole Alfred Aldrich character was, in fact, true. Of course, yeah, the the article was true. A guy in India, he got hit twice. So he got in a a head-on collision with a truck. Ten minutes later, he gets hit again, but the thing is, he dies. (laughs) Uh (laughs) So then I just switch it around, and yeah, I just made Alfred Aldrich live so, so the articles are all true articles are all true the oh. people that wrote it are true so that's what gave away man gets hit by car and gets hit by another car 10 minutes later 10 minutes but later. then it doesn't say that he
0: lives yeah <laughs> yep so that story that was your inspiration for Alfred Aldrich yep uh, <laughs> why did I say it like that Aldrich <laughs> Aldrich I made
1: up the name Alfred Aldrich so yeah uh, the guy who hit him uh, Michael Shoemaker He's he is actually in fact if you look it up he is a NASCAR driver, oh, no. <laughs> and and the cop that reported the the incident, uh, Eddie Money. He's actually a uh, a former Hollywood star. Really? So yeah, uh, and he in fact was a former policeman. Man, so that was a close one. You almost had us fooled, but not today. I so. almost had you almost today. Had me. Okay, yeah. so what did you guys think of this episode? Did you enjoy it? Did you totally hate it? I thought, us, I thought it was pretty good. Tell us in the comments, honestly. And tell us what you want to do, uh, what what do you want us to do next? Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Please like and comment and subscribe and all that good stuff. We do these podcasts for the listeners and we enjoy talking about weird stories that happen in history and coming up with fake viral news lies. So it's it's also great. So always remember, check your facts and watch your back.